but no matter when I'm buying, I plan for a recession to happen. So I'm looking at my properties as what could happen, like what, what could go wrong on these properties and underwrite them with, you know, scenarios that show a recession happening. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, we've got the North Star Real Estate Conference coming April 24th and 25th in Minneapolis. And this conference is gonna be for everyone. We're covering the gamut of real estate. If you are just beginning, this conference is for you. If you have 100, 200, 500 units, this conference is for you. If you wanna get into commercial real estate, this conference is for you. And the best part about the North Star Real Estate Conference is the networking. The networking is phenomenal. We've got high performers there. We've got amazing speakers and amazing attendees that are gonna be adding a ton of value to your business. We can't wait to see you there April 24th and 25th. Check it out, I'll see you there. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. Your host, Todd Dexammer. With me, as always, on these hump day houses is Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm having an incredible day today. How about yourself, Todd? I'm doing well, man. The sun is shining. It's beautiful. It's like, it's March, man. And I feel like the snow is going to be gone any minute now. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. I love it. Yeah. Definitely getting some warmer weather to help with that. <laughs> Anything new in your world, Matt, that you want to hit on before we uh, get started? You know, I'm uh, still writing my book about real estate and I'm uh, doing research about my chapter on flipping land, uh, you know, empty land. And it's just, boggles my mind that every type of real estate really is uh, similar in the way that you want to find value add opportunities where you can fix it up to make it nicer and you know, resell it for a profit later. Yeah, that's really the key to, to business in general, right? We're trying to always add value. The more value we can add to our business, to our real estate, to whatever it is, the more profitability you have and the less risk you have. We're mitigating risk anytime we add value as well. So I think that, that's definitely the key anytime we're looking, especially at real estate. It's funny, I'm sure you've noticed as you're writing this book, there's no one right or wrong way to make money in real estate. There's just so many different ways out, out um, there that you can make a, good, a lot of good money on. People ask me all the time what the best path is. And there's no answer to that. There is no best path. You have to decide what's right for you, what the good fit is. And then you just have to focus on one because there might be even more than one good fit for you. So you just have to focus ultimately on one and, and go at it hardcore. And that, that I think is the best fit, whatever you're going to be willing to focus and work hard at. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Todd? Anything new with you? Oh man, it could be a very busy time coming up. I'm hopeful. Um, I'm, I'm uh, keeping my positive vibes going here that I'm going to have three properties I'm going to be doing a money raise for coming up soon. So we'll see. Obviously time will tell, but I'm in a position where I think there's a good opportunities coming up. So uh, it's just a lot of Man, it, it, it was a long road. Um, I haven't had a lot of deals done in the last two years. And this, the last uh, six months or so, I've really tried to open myself up to doing a lot more deals, to open myself up to different potential partnership opportunities, all kinds of different avenues to be able to get into deals. And it feels like hey, things are really coming to a head right now. And 
I'm excited. I'm excited about even, even the possibilities that are coming, even, you know, if they don't come, uh, just the possibilities that are coming and, and out there knowing that you've got to continue to push on. If you're, if you can give up and, and, you know, hide your head in the sand or whatever you want to call it, but that's not really a plan. Right. And so you've got to sometimes, you know, kind of transition or switch your plans or, you know, hone them a little bit and, and continue to push on and move forward. And uh, things will come. I think good things will come when you do that. So. Very good. Excited. Um, well, let's talk about today's topic, Matt. Why don't you introduce it? So today's topic, we're going to talk about, you know, investing in uh, today's world, today's market. You know, things are really hot. Uh, lots of places are being sold for, you know, perhaps more than they're worth because people are planning on the market keep on increasing. And then there's concerns, of course, about a potential recession and, you know, the coronavirus causing the panic in the stock markets, uh, uh, you know. So how do you focus uh, your efforts in today's market to make sure you're going to make money uh, regardless of the, the things that are going on? Well, this might not be the, uh, the answer people are looking for because people tend to like a lot, of, uh, a lot of controversy. But I don't really switch my strategy because at all times in the market, I plan for a recession. So during a recession, I plan for a recession to continue. During uh, just the, the, the first little bit of growth, I plan for that to be a, uh, a recession. You know, maybe we just got out of the recession, but you know, we get a double dip. So no matter when I'm buying, I plan for a recession to happen. So I'm looking at my properties as what could happen? Like what, what could go wrong on these properties and underwrite them with, you know, scenarios that show a recession happening. Um, and I buy them putting money aside for, uh, you know, bad times to happen for a recession to happen. So I'm putting that big reserve fund aside. I'm, you know, making sure that we've got the right financing for our plan, but also for um, a potential recession. Um, make sure that, you know, we're doing the right repairs right now today to where if a recession happens, we're not worried about these little, capital repairs that we have to take care of during those hard times. We want to get some of those things done up front. So everything that we do is, is honestly planning for a recession. And if it happens, the idea is that I'm prepared for it. I'm hopeful that it doesn't, right? Um, it would be great if everything went perfect with my properties. It'd be great if we bought the property, we went through our business plan, uh, untouched and sold the property and make our investors a ton of money, right? And everybody's happy and everybody wins. But if a recession does happen, we have to be realistic about it. What could happen along the way? And we have an out, a long-term outlook as well, Matt. So we're not looking to buy these properties and flip them. We do take advantage of markets. So maybe in three to seven years, we are selling, but we also understand that markets can take advantage of us at the same time. So we are prepared to hold it for longer than seven years if, if we need to. So, um, so that's the kind of the, the not so sexy answer. Uh, but that's kind of how I run my business. It's just, uh, just kind of make sure we're hopefully making it through any kind of market cycle. So when you're buying properties now, you buy them in a way that's, uh, 
you know, the numbers are going to make sense even if there is a recession. You're still going to have some cash flow to carry you through. Um, and then you're taking care of the repairs along the way uh, so that you don't have to worry about some of the bigger ticket items uh, yep. if they come up during a recession. Yeah, we're trying to reduce expenses as much as we can right now. Um, you know, we're trying to, to put in energy efficient uh, options so we can do that. So we'll spend a little bit more money on new toilets and fixtures and um, LED lighting and stuff like that. So we, we've already spent that money. So that way when a recession comes, we don't have to go, oh, how could we do reduce expenses? Oh man, I wish we had money in our budget to do these this LED package that would save us you know, tens of thousands of dollars this year because we could really use that cash flow, but we don't have the money for that. So we do stuff like that. So now when the recession happens, we're already saving that $10,000 per month. We're already, you know, cutting, we already cut our water bills by, you know, $3,000. We already um, replaced windows or we already replaced the roofs or water heaters or furnaces or, you know, whatever our capital expenditures needed to be. Uh, we've already done that type of stuff. You know, I looked at a property not very long ago uh, here in the Twin Cities and the broker said something that was like just head scratching to me. But the thing is, I bet, I, I know he said this to a lot of people and I guarantee you a lot of people thought the same thing as, oh, that's a great idea. And I said, there's a lot of deferred maintenance around the building. A lot of like windowsills are mold or are, are rotten. Um, you know, doors are, are falling apart. Like just stuff that just an untrained eye probably wouldn't have seen stuff is older and needs to be fixed. Like it's going to be a big maintenance issue. And so I said, look, there's a, just a ton of little deferred maintenance kind of all around. Looks like the grading needs to be redone and all this kind of stuff. And, and he goes, Oh yeah, he said, that's, that's the case. But you know, you just kind of pick that apart throughout the years and uh, through whatever spare cash flow you have, you'll be able to kind of pick that apart and, and do and you don't you really, you can't really plan that up front because there's not enough cash flow. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Well, it makes sense, but it's a terrible idea because what's going to happen is you're going to get stuck in a recession and then those repairs aren't going to just go away because the recession happens. Those repairs are still going to be needed yeah. and you're going to be stuck. And so it's either, do I repair my building or do I hopefully break even this month? And that's not what we want to be planning for, right? Mm -hmm. We want to make sure we're making money no matter what. We want to make sure we've got those repairs all done. We don't want our building to fall apart because now when the repairs need to happen and we can't get them done, what do our tenants think? Our tenants think, oh crap, this place is falling apart. I don't want to live here anymore. The place down the road looks nice. I don't, I can't bring my, um, you know, I can't, I can't bring my guests here because it's falling apart, that type of stuff. So they're going to move out. And now we have less tenants and more maintenance issues. It only compounds the problems. So. It only compounds the problems. So we, we want to avoid that stuff. So that's, that's what I look at when I'm looking at properties is how can I get through these recessions? 
Hey, we've got the North Star Real Estate Conference coming April 24th and 25th in Minneapolis. And this conference is gonna be for everyone. We're covering the gamut of real estate. If you are just beginning, this conference is for you. If you have 100, 200, 500 units, this conference is for you. If you wanna get into commercial real estate, this conference is for you. And the best part about the North Star Real Estate Conference is the networking. The networking is phenomenal. We've got high performers there. We've got amazing speakers and amazing attendees that are gonna be adding a ton of value to your business. We can't wait to see you there April 24th and 25th. Check it out, I'll see you there. Like I mentioned, there's you know, various concerns that I hear from uh, different investors that I talk with about uh, you know, the stock market impacting things or coronavirus is going to kill off our tenants or, or you know, whatnot. But you're saying, don't worry about that stuff. You're still using the same strategy in this market uh, as well as any other market. For the most part, that's what I'm saying. Like, should you be aware of what's going on? Sure, you, you absolutely should be aware of what's going on. But at the same time, you need to be positioning yourself so that time. The coronavirus, I can't personally do anything about, right? I, I can't, I just, there's nothing I can do. The, the government making some drastic change, I can't personally do anything about it. You know, whether President Trump gets elected or Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden or whoever else, I can't do anything about that. Now, can I vote? Sure, I can vote, but I'm one person. I can't assume that me individually is going to be able to change the course of, you know, the election. Um, I can't assume that I can somehow change the course of the coronavirus or, you know, anything that's, these are out of my control, right? And so if I'm sitting here worrying about the presidential election, the coronavirus, the, you know, whatever, uh, the West Nile, the, you know, all this other stuff that's going on, global warming, like, if I'm worried about that all day, am I going to be an investor? No, I mean, I'm just going to be scared about everything that's going on. And quite frankly, a lot of people are. A lot of people are sitting there worried every day, not taking action because they're worried about that type of stuff. They're worried that the coronavirus is going to come and get them. And I'm not trying to downplay that or anything else that's going on around us, but sometimes you just have to go, is it in my control or not? And, and the answer is no, it's not. Okay. Then what, why am I so worried about it? Right. Why not just press on and do what I do? That's, that's where I think is, is you have to prepare for things to go wrong. And if you can't prepare for things to go wrong, when they do, you're going to be in trouble. That's just how it is. And you're going to be scared every time something goes wrong. There's a lot of people that are running scared. Look at, look at what's happening with the stock market. I mean, it's crazy. Like that. And that's what drives me crazy with the stock market is it's so such an emotional game. People are so worried about what's out of their control that they're sitting here trying to sell their stocks. And, And plus it's also a game, right? We all try to, not we, I don't, I don't play too much in the stock market and I have stocks, but I, I kind of let them be. I invest in companies I, I like and I trust and I feel are going to be good for the long term. And I leave my money in those companies. And a lot of people are playing the game of shorting stocks and doing all that kind of stuff. And 
and I get it. So not everybody's running scared, but that's a lot of what's going on. It's just this emotional roller coaster, uh, which is a reason I like real estate. It's not nearly as much of an emotional roller coaster. Now, I don't want to try to, um, you know, snowball people. Real estate is still an, an emotional thing. You know, people still buy on emotions. Uh, it's just, I guess, less day-to-day emotional change uh, than the stock market. And I'm not sitting here bashing the stock market and saying that real estate's the greatest thing ever. Uh, obviously, I'm a real estate guy. I like real estate. I think it's a, a better investment. But um, at the same time, you know, stocks are stocks, are stocks and, and there's a strategy around that. But uh, just don't let the emotions, you know, play the better and get the better of you. I think that's 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 the wrong way to be an investor. So to get over those emotions, you know, treat your real estate business like a business that it is and, and make business decisions that are going to help it succeed. Whereas if you're in, you know, inhibited by your, your fears, uh, you're not going to get where you need to be. So you have to circumvent that and, and just focus on, uh, you know, your business. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's spot on. Exactly. Um, you, you need to treat your business as a business. You, you need to understand that things ebb and flow. And uh, if you're setting yourself up for success from the start, you're going to. Good. Matt, what do you think? This whole coronavirus, um, any, anything you've taken from it or, or what, what's your opinion about it? <laughs> you know, I, I think, you know, if we're going to get it, we're going to get it. It has, uh, you know, a pretty low mortality rate, to, especially for you know, people our age and younger. Um, you know, the, the elderly, I think are going to hit the, get hit the hardest. Um, so maybe if you own senior housing, you should be a little scared. Perhaps. Uh, yeah. Um, but if you, if you're running market rate, if you got college rentals, uh, then you're solid. You're good. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, look, it, it's, it's something we want to be aware of. It's something we want to look at. I think the biggest thing is I was talking to a person the other day and they, they, uh, they said uh, they've got a, a coffee, they sell coffee and they can't, they, they can't get them because all these plants are shut down. And like, especially in China, like hockey, we're at hockey practice, hockey sticks, like they're all picked through because the plants are all closed down. So that's probably the, the biggest uh, concern is will it throw the global economy into a tailspin? And it could, it definitely could, but I think that's a fairly temporary thing. Um, I don't think the concern, as you said, about people dying off is, is I don't think that's really a big concern, um, at least right now. And it's sad the people that have passed away from it, but as you mentioned, it's mostly elderly people um, that are, you know, going to die from different viruses throughout or different sicknesses throughout as well. So um, it's not like it's a maybe panic for, for people passing away uh, on it quite yet, at least. And the, you know, also, like you said, uh, the, the supplies that we're getting from China, uh, you know, are, are really reduced right now. So if you need new light fixtures and such, you know, those might become in limited supply, but the rental market is going to continue to be strong, uh, you know, regardless of the economy and regardless of our supplies from China, people still need a place to rent. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I, me personally, I think it's another scare, like the swine flu, like the West Nile virus, um, you know, name, name a few others. I, I, you know, not that we shouldn't take it serious, but our media loves to blow things out of proportion because that's what they get paid for. And uh, social media is doing a really good job at it. Uh, there's panic in the streets. But overall, if you run your business soundly, you're just fine. So your message is to be aware of this stuff, but focus on your business. To make focus it on your business. Yeah. Yep. Good. Cool, Matt. That's all I got. You got anything else? Nope. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Matt, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day a Saturday. Sounds good. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a rating and review. just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out, and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.